Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Our scripture lesson today comes from the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 6, 1-9. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and ordinances that the Lord your God charged me to teach you to observe in the land that you are about to cross into and occupy, so that you and your children and your children's children may fear the Lord your God all the days of your life, and keep all his decrees and his commandments that I am commanding you, so that your days may be long. Hear, therefore, O Israel, and observe them diligently, so that it may go well with you, and so that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. The word of God for the people of God. God. Memory can be a very funny and tricky thing. When it comes to what we remember and what we forget, what we remember that never actually occurred. Mark Twain once said, when I was younger, I could remember anything, whether it happened or not. Some words you never forget. Some words you never want to forget, which is why some people go about memorizing Scripture. And a good place to start when you memorize Scripture is some of the shorter verses. For instance, the shortest chapter in the Bible is Psalm 117. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations, praise Him, all ye people, for His merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth for all generations. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 117, if you want to go home and practice. Of course, there's always the famous shortest verse in the Bible from John 11. Two words, Jesus wept. There you go. At least you've got a place to start this morning. When we memorize these words, these words have the tendency to mesmerize us. These words, these scriptures, these prayers, these creeds that we say week in and week out inhabit our cerebral cortex, our memory, our lives and our hearts. These words become a part of us wherever we go. And if I am called upon to pray or to share, at least I have a portable ministry with me because they connect me to something, to the past, to the present, to the future, to the faith. These fragments, these short verses, these memories hold my life together, and I'm able to draw from them. What would it be like if we never knew or never heard that Jesus wept? 
If we never knew that Christ was human like us and wept like us as one who was acquainted with grief and mourned the loss of a loved one. What if we never heard that Jesus wept and never realized that God's invitation to us is an invitation to deepening our relationship? The first step towards deepening that relationship with God is revealed to us by Moses this morning in our reading of Deuteronomy, and it's to remember to listen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Hear, O Israel, not speak, O Israel, not tell me everything on your mind, O Israel, not penny for your thoughts, Israel. The first command is to hear, not anything else. To hear means to listen, and in Deuteronomy, it also means to obey. If we don't hear, if we don't listen, then there's no obedience. How will we know what to do if we don't listen? How will we know what's really important to God if we don't listen? How will we remember anything if we don't listen? The life of faith is not just about going and doing and acting and marching and protesting and praying. It's about hearing. It's about listening. Maybe that's why that old phrase, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, might have slipped well into this passage from Deuteronomy chapter 6. But instead we get, hear, O Israel, hear this, listen up. As Candace said earlier in the children's moments, it's known as the Shema, taken from the first word in the verse, hear, hear, O Israel, hear, O Sandy Springs United Methodist Church. Even with all of its emphasis in Deuteronomy, too many words get us in trouble. As the saying goes, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. So remember, hear first. And if you hear and if you listen, you have the opportunity to remember. But if we don't hear, our memory becomes full of self rather than full of God. Remember to hear, Shema. This is known as the great commandment when Jesus confronts the rich young ruler. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And in this succinct verse from Deuteronomy chapter 6, we have the succinct story of all of God's witness in the world. Love. Deuteronomy is the first book of the Bible to command the love of God. The first books tell the story, but Deuteronomy gives us rules and regulations and lists and orders, but the very first thing we are commanded to do is to love. And if anyone tells you that the first thing that we are to do as Christians is anything other than love, report them to the authorities. But don't report me, because I'm always going to tell you it's to love. Loving God and loving your neighbor, loving is what we are called to do, to hear, to obey, to love, to love God with all your heart, and then, then to keep these commandments in your heart, in your heart, 
In ancient Israel at the time of Deuteronomy, it was the seat of intellect, of will, and effect. You hear, you love, and you absorb this very thing. And it takes over not just your heart, but your head and your mind and your soul. And it demands us moving outward from an inward place. One that reminds us that we begin with love, even when we don't feel like loving. William Sloan Coffin, a former Yale University chaplain and senior minister of Riverside Church, told a story in one of his sermons that made this point. He says, Yesterday I heard of a man who took great pride in his lawn, but he found himself with a large crop of dandelions. He tried every method he knew to get rid of them, and still they plagued him. Finally, he wrote to the Department of Agriculture, and after listing all the things he tried, he closed with the question, what shall I do now? And believe it or not, he got a response from the Department of Agriculture, which said, we suggest you learn to love them. Dandelions, people, God, love them. The good news of God's love is that it's not to be hidden under a bushel, but spread all over the world like a warm blanket in the cold. You can't keep love to yourself if it's really love. And that's why Moses teaches us, recite these words to your children. Talk about them when you are at home, when you are away, when you lie down, and when you rise Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Moses is not just saying love and remember and recite, but he's giving us tactics, strategies to help us remember the great commandment called love, to remember it across the generations so that nothing may keep us from loving. Keep hearing about this love in your own speech. Surround yourself with people who speak about this love. Because nothing can separate us from the love of God. Remember this. Use any means necessary to remember this love. A laptop screen. An iPhone backdrop. A note on your mirror in the bathroom when you wake up. Because if we forget Hear, O Israel, the Lord is one, and we forget to love, we lose our way, and we lose what really matters. We lose our souls. If we lose our memories, we forget the love of God that binds us together. And what Moses' instructions suggest for us this morning is that it's too easy to forget the words of God, which is why he says, talk about them in the morning and the night in the afternoon, at home, when you're away. We need these constant reminders because we're going to forget what it's like to love others. But may we never forget what it's like to know that God loves us. Moses knew that attending church on Sundays wasn't enough, that we have to do everything possible to hear these words, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with your heart and your soul and your might. And recite them, bind them, fix them, write them. In other words, repeat and remember. 
a spirituality of repetition can enhance our learning and memory. Through active remembrance, whatever it is, we are invited to hear, to speak. And that's why Moses offers us so many different ways. We don't all think and learn and remember the same way. If you're a writer, write it out. If you're a hearer, speak it out. If you need to hear it, hear it again. Hear, O Israel, God is one. Love your neighbor as yourself. Moses makes it very plain. Don't forget to hear. And don't forget to love. And at the end, he says, don't forget the Lord The Lord your God who has brought you into the land that he swore to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land. Don't forget the God who brought you out of slavery to sin and death. Don't forget God's love. Because Moses knows that we can suffer from theological amnesia and be prone to forgetting all about God. And if you read on through Deuteronomy, you'll see lots of laws, but you'll see lots of instructions to remember. Because here is the trick about memory loss. It's not about your age. It's about your spiritual condition. If we ever get to the place where we think that all we have, all our creations, all of our might belongs to us, we have forgotten. If we think that we stand where we are because of our own efforts, then we have forgotten. On this All Saints Day, when we remember what we have been given, you can think back to the gifts that you have received. And it begins with listening and hearing because when you listen and when you hear, you cannot do anything but receive. Think about the gifts that you have been given in your life, the tangible ones, the intangible ones. I'm wearing for the first time a robe that was a gift given to me by a friend and a colleague, Dr. Monfred Hoffman, who was a professor at Candler School of Theology who passed away a couple years ago. His wife, Betsy, gave it to me on completion of my doctoral work, the three stripes indicating something. But it's a gift. And before it belonged to Monfred, it belonged to Dr. Don Harp, who was in ministry in the North Georgia Conference for 50 years. Someday I'll give it away when my breath and life and ministry on this earth shall cease. But we give because we listen, because we love, because what we have been given is not ours. This is not my robe. It's God's robe, and this is not my church, this is God's church, and this is not my pulpit, this is God's pulpit, and these are not our stained glass windows, but these are God's stained glass windows, and this is not God's land in Sandy Springs, Georgia, this is God's land in Sandy Springs, Georgia, this is not my sound system or your sound system, this is God's sound system. Everything that we have has been given to us as a gift here. O Sandy Springs, United Methodist Church, that the Lord God is one. And love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind as your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
But hear, O Israel, hear, O people, the good news that God loves us, that God is with us, and that God is still our God. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your might. And as you go out into the world, go with this blessing. May the peace of Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our arms. And may the love of God, the peace of Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.